0: Now you'd be forgiven for thinking that bees are just simple insects that buzz about collecting nectar and fertilising flowers, which they do of course, but it also turns out they have emotions just like us. Clint Perry works at Queen Mary University of London.
1: What we really wanted to do is look at if bees express some type of emotional state and bees are... And Insects in general are amazing. They have an incredible repertoire of cognitive abilities. They can count up to four bees can. They can navigate incredibly complex environments and form memories and even uh, learn simple concepts, same and different and above and below. And also I feel that any cognitive capacity that humans have, uh, it's evolved from somewhere. So... I think it's incredibly likely that um, many animals have these so called complex cognitive behaviors to some degree.
0: How does one go about exploring what kind of a mood a bee is in, though?
1: So, what we did, we took human psychology studies and adapted that to bees. In humans, and you and I, we bias our judgments depending on how we feel. So if we're happy, we will look at an ambiguous event in a positive way. If we're depressed or anxious, then we're gonna look at that same event in a negative way.
0: So you could say that if you're in a good mood, you're a glass half full person. If you're in a bad mood, you're a glass half empty person.
1: At that moment, absolutely, yes. So that's what we did with bees. We trained them to learn that there was reward at a blue flower. And we also trained them that there was no reward at a green flower. So they quickly learned to go fast to the blue flower and to avoid entirely the green flower. And then we presented them with a new ambiguous flower, which was blue and green mixed. And we took half the bees and gave them nothing. And half the bees, we gave them a very small droplet of very sweet sugar water. And the bees that got this little drop of sugar water went faster to the ambiguous flower. Now, that on its surface can be interpreted as though the bee was in a positive state. It was viewing this ambiguous mixture of blue and green flower as more positive.
0: So your interpretation is that you give the bee, 50% of the time, a drop of sucrose. This puts it in a good mood And for that reason, it approaches the ambiguous target with the idea that there is some blue in there, so it's probably going to be rewarding to me, so I'll make a bee line faster towards it. Whereas when the bee is not made so happy, not pepped up with the sugar rush, then it tends to regard the ambiguous blue-green mixture as well. It could be good, but it could also be bad, so I'm not going to hurry there.
1: Right. Essentially, that's one way to put it, yes.
0: But how do you, though, argue that it's not just that the bees have had a huge sugar rush. And that I mean that's rather like me devouring a whole chocolate cake. I put it to you, after eating that number of calories, I should have more energy.
1: Well, there's two answers to that. First, we did a series of control experiments showing that the bees didn't actually speed up or explore more after this very tiny droplet of sucrose. But we then did a more uh, elegant series of experiments which... Um, involved blocking certain brain chemicals within the bee. And we focused in on dopamine, which is actually a brain chemical in humans that is involved in both reward and emotion. And we found that by blocking dopamine, and we did that by putting an inhibitor of dopamine onto the backs of the bees, which would be absorbed into their body and get to the brain. So we found that bees that... Received the dopamine inhibitor, did not receive the benefits of the uh, sugar reward, and responded just as slowly as the uh, control bees.
0: And why does this matter? What does this add in terms of our understanding of how the reward system works, both in bees and in us?
1: Well, I think it opens up a lot of questions on how emotion has evolved. These so-called complex cognitive capacities that we humans have, they have evolved from somewhere, and they can be explained through simpler mechanisms. And insects are a prime example of an animal that doesn't need a large brain and can accomplish these complex tasks. It shows that insects aren't as behaviorally rigid as we commonly think, They have complex cognition, and it, I guess, makes us also think about how uh, emotion works in general on a fundamental level.
0: Clint Perry, and that study was just published in the journal Science.